Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast. My name is Steve Moylan, and today I've got another artist from the 2015 Adelaide Fringe. And I'm joined on the line by Isaac Lomond, who is bringing comedy hypnosis rewired to the 2015 Adelaide Fringe Festival in a brand new venue, the Peacock at Gluttony. And uh, yeah, joins me on the line now. How are you doing, Isaac? Doing very well. Thanks for having me. Excellent. That's okay. Uh, so this is the first time you've been in Gluttony? Yes. Yeah, first year in Gluttony. I'm very excited, actually, uh, to be part of such a big hub this year. Yeah. There's, there's, we're sort of growing quite a few hubs around town now with um, the Victoria Square and everything over in the in the east and western side as well. So it's getting pretty pretty hectic around town. But Gluttony's done some really good things over the last few years. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's kind of uh, moved itself into a bit of a, a variety artist and, and magic corner, So, um, which is obviously sort of right in theme with what I do. So I'm, I'm really happy to be a part of that and sort of bouncing off of a lot of the other artists that are in there as well, yeah. which is going to be cool. Do you know some of the other ones you're sharing the venue with? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I know Phoenix from he's coming down from Sydney, and uh, we've been friends for a while. And also the Deception Boys, Matt and Vin. Uh, we've done a couple of shows. We did a fundraiser for Movember last year together, and yeah. uh, and we all sort of uh, worked together on the Mind Blown Productions as the, with the corporate entertainment and stuff like that. Yep. Cool. Yeah. And it's like a 300-seat venue, I think your website says, so that's pretty huge. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty big one. Uh, I'm hoping to fill it uh, as many nights as possible, but uh, I I think just judging from how Fringe went last year, uh, I'm, ho- I'm hoping that, that um, that's quite doable. I had some pretty good numbers last year when I was down at the Gulf, and yeah. uh, I'm certainly hoping to, to replicate that or, or grow that number uh, a lot more this year, so... And just being where you are, you're going to get a lot more foot traffic, which is great. Yeah, that's right. And that's that's certainly a big bonus that I, I didn't have at all, really, in the last two years. But, you know, everyone had to go out of their way to get down to the Gov. But uh, yeah, I think, you know, the fact that they were doing it, um, hopefully that'll sort of um, you know roll out into the people walking by who just want to grab a show last minute and, and yeah, just walk on in and, and get hypnotised. <laughs> yeah, and totally blown away. So it's kind of it, it's a it's one of the hypnotist shows. So anyone in the audience can get hypnotised by you potentially for the show. Yeah, that's right. So it's um it, it's all only volunteers. So I don't I don't force anyone to come on stage. So um, it's just those people that want to get up. But I I try and make it as fair as possible. And it's really just first up for you know the, the, those are the people that I work with. So. Um, I get the whole audience involved and give them a bit of an experience of what hypnosis would be like, and then I just give uh, those who want to be the stars of the show the opportunity to get up on stage as, as quickly as they can, and then we get straight into it. So the audience does see the whole hypnotic process and, and sees me actually put them into this hypnotic trance, and uh, mm-hmm. and then we roll on with the show from there. And there's a lot that's kind of said some people that some people can and some people can't take yeah. on the hypnosis. How do you sort of work out whether someone can or can't? It's uh, I do a variety of tests throughout the show to sort of see how deep they are. The, the rule is if you can learn, you can be hypnotised. So certainly the majority of people can go into hypnosis, but there are others who have you know, come to sort of view it as just a bit more skilled at it and they kind of tend to go faster and deeper and they're the ones that I'm obviously looking for to, to get some great entertainment value out of. Um, yeah. And uh, so I, I'll... 
as they're all on stage, I'll do a bunch of different sort of uh, hypnotic tests to see where they're at and what, what depth on the Aaron scale they're at. And uh, and then we'll keep the ones that are the best. And uh, the other ones can just go back and enjoy the rest of the show from the audience. Yeah. So what's this Aram scale? So the Aram's depth scale is uh, it's just a model that hypnotists use just to kind of feel out where people are uh, in the um, in the in sort of a hypno trance. So it starts with with catalepsy uh, being sort of a number one, and mm-hmm. then a number two is uh, amnesia, and then three goes into um, uh, it's. Uh, Basically, pain, uh, pain-free uh, anesthesia. Sorry, um, or it might be you know, analgesia. And then four is anesthesia. So analgesia is just like they'll feel a pressure, but no pain. Yeah. And anesthesia, they just feel nothing at all. Um, wow. And then five is hallucinations or positive hallucinations. So they'll actually see something there that's not. And then six is uh, negative hallucinations. So things can become invisible to them. And where, which, which, where, where, do, where on the scale do you want to take? Where do you need them for the show? Uh, I, need, I generally need them at least at a three or a two, just so that they've got that amnesia going on, and uh, and we can sort of start to have a little bit of fun with with that. Because basically, that means that they're both mentally and physically relaxed. Um, if they're yeah. just if they're just achieving catalepsy, there's just a physical relaxation or a um, their, their mind or the mental relaxation component isn't quite there and that's um, generally when I'll send them back to the audience and if, certainly if they're not getting catalepsy then they're definitely going back to the audience <laughs> <laughs> and is it something like just generally with the hypnosis and it feels like from what you're saying it's kind of an extension of relaxation techniques yeah it, it is it's all very much intertwined and hypnosis I've come to see is really an umbrella term for a lot of different uh, practices that we use throughout the world to get into a trance state. So, I mean, this could just be meditation. It could be yoga, um, even playing sports. People get into a zone, which is a certain type of trance to, to play the game. Um, and it is all very much the same, one and the same thing. As a hypnotist, I sort of am taking this trance, this relaxation or this zone, and then crafting it towards um, certain certain ideas. So once they're in that trance state, they can, uh, well, they become hyper-suggestible and they can lock their mind around certain suggestions. So that's where you start to build this hypnotic phenomena from. Cool. And it, so it's, it's, in, it's kind of a really old kind of um, sideshow kind of skill. Where did you learn how to take it on? I, uh, I did a lot of uh, just sort of learning by myself to, to, like, in terms of the entertainment value. So a lot of books, um, a lot of just practice and playing around. And, yeah. uh, and then, but I, I learned the basics of hypnosis and, and how to put someone into a trance uh, through a hypnotherapy course. So, um, and I think that's where I got the real respect for what hypnosis is and, and certainly for the human mind and what we can achieve by entering into this state of mind. So mm. um, I could see what it could do to help people get over certain um, personal setbacks and, and things that they needed to overcome for their own self-development. And yeah. uh, I try and keep that flavor through the show. So while people on stage are doing some crazy things, it's uh, it's all very much in good, clean 
taste and, and good fun. So it sort of has people walking away going, wow, that was pretty crazy. And, you know, I'm kind of a little bit inspired about what, what maybe what we can achieve if we, uh, if we tap into this state of mind a little bit more. Nice. And what's kind of the, what's kind of the most, because you would direct quite a lot of what goes on stage, but what's kind of the most amazing thing you've seen someone do under hypnosis? Um, oh, you know, I should probably take a little bit more note on, on all the crazy things that have happened, but um, <laughs> I think just the way, you know, someone who really, really, you know, they they believe that they're really, really smart. They think that they are an absolute genius and you can sort of see it in either they stand or they respond to everything. And then when I ask them their name and they've completely forgotten their name and they're just really searching, really trying to find it and they just can't and they're just completely gone from their mind. It's just achieving that sort of that amnesia state that, um, that's always quite always really interesting for me to watch. And I, I've seen that hundreds of times now, but... Every mm. time, it's it's always quite um, quite interesting to see people achieve that. But you know, there's certainly other things um, like even uh, when I was first learning hypnosis, and I uh, sort of did. I was probably just still understanding, I guess, the uh, uh, the depth the depth scale and, and how how it works. But I, I bumped into some people in in the garden. This is before I was actually registered for Fringe, and. Um, mm. Just started chatting to them, and you know, said I was learning hypnosis, and I hypnotised one of them then and there in the garden, and um, and became invisible. And uh, the I gave him the suggestion that he, he couldn't see me, but he could hear me, and I was sort of talking to him, and he he seemed to be getting pretty uh, pretty unnerved by the whole uh, whole experience, and sort of kind of wanted to run away. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, I just sort of you know came back, and and he was yeah, he was quite. Um, I think he was quite shocked as to the whole the whole experience and brought him back out and obviously gave him suggestions to feel great about everything that just happened. But uh, I think mm. that was a really good mark for me to, to sort of see this is someone who I've never met before. He doesn't owe me anything. He doesn't, you know, there's no reason for him to, you know, a lot of people think, you know, people are just playing on, playing along, but there's really no reason for this person to do that. And um, and he was, yeah, he was quite, quite out of it. So... Yeah, it was one of those moments where I was like, okay, this is quite a quite an interesting tool. Hopefully, you can have heaps more of those kind of experiences during the um, during Adelaide Show. I could talk for ages to you about this. Really fascinating. Um, Isaac Lumman, have a great season at the Adelaide Fringe. Uh, you were playing the Peacock at Gluttony in Rummel Park, uh, right throughout the Fringe. Um, ticks through Fringe ticks and all the details at linkadelaide.com.au. Uh, Isaac, thank you very much for joining me on the phone, and uh, have a great Fringe. Thank you very much for having me. For more, visit linkadelaide.com.au, check us out at facebook.com forward slash linkadelaide or tweet us at linkadelaide.